It's a simple recipe, but it would mean so much to me. Turn on the gas and make me feel fine. All I want to say is, just give me some hot pizza. Folks, time for another episode of Financial Pizza, the only podcast that features clips and more from some of the best financial radio programs and podcasts heard around the country each and every week. We bring it to you hot, fresh, and in 30 minutes or less. And don't forget, subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. That would be a fantastic thing. Well, as always, the advisors had plenty to say. We're going to hear from Coach Pete Deruda, where he talks about buying a car, especially as you get close to retirement. Eric Carney digs into some tax strategies in retirement. We'll also hear from Kevin Frisbee, Dave Pimper, and I've got a broker's behaving badly. And then there was this week. That was the week that was. It's over. Let it go. That was the week that was. It started way up. The market rallied at the end of the week with anticipation of what the Fed chair is going to say in Jackson, Wyoming. As I write this, we still don't know exactly, but it seems they will probably bump up interest rates again. The big question is how much and when. The S&P had its best week in nearly two weeks, gaining 1.4%. The Dow was up 1%, and the NASDAQ composite climbed 1.7% as of yesterday. Treasury yields eased to let off some of the pressure on Wall Street following the release of several reports on the economy. Fewer workers applied for jobless claims last week than expected, an encouraging sign for a job market that has been the main pillar for an economy struggling under high inflation. All right, we got to talk about this too. The student loan forgiveness plan. Now, it wasn't a congressional thing. Nope, just the stroke of a pen from President Biden. And just like that, couples making $250,000 a year are eligible for a $10,000 forgiveness or $20,000 if you had a Pell Grant. Well, there are mixed feelings, to say the least. Some say, hey, I went to college, I paid my loans, and I think this is unfair. Others are saying, oh, they haven't done nearly enough. Now, according to Goldman Sachs economists, the plan really won't do much of anything. Now, those who will benefit the least, they say, are the lower-income folks. And that's because most of them don't have student loans. The wealthy, now they're limited by income. And the middle class will benefit the most because the middle class earns $250,000 annually, and that's where things get muddy. Well, there's an offset, they say, because the end of student loan payment pause will end at the end of the year. On the hot issue of the day, inflation. The Goldman team isn't expecting much of a difference there either. Debt forgiveness that lowers monthly payments is slightly inflationary in isolation, but the resumption of payments is likely to more offset this, they say. We'll see how it plays out in November. Not sure that giving away more of our money is the best idea. Ah, what else? We got coffee drinkers. You look to pay more for your beans. Why? Because Vietnam's vast hoard of coffee beans is shrinking. I didn't know Vietnam had a vast hoard of coffee beans, but apparently as it goes down, prices are going up around the globe. You couple that with a poor harvest outlook and it spells higher coffee prices. 
Peloton, sometimes described as an iPod on a stationary bike, continued to tumble. Now, they reported an operating loss of $1.2 billion in the fiscal fourth quarter as revenue came in below Wall Street expectations. Shares plunged more than 16% in pre-market trading, and that comes one day after the bike maker saw stocks close up more than 20%. Yeah, whoops. And then there's the guy who posted a story of how he had a Tesla key implanted in his hand. Yeah, but wait, there's more. He's now had a second chip implanted that includes his house keys. He says he's an early adapter. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Brandon Dallily said, so far after it was inserted and the swelling went down, he's able to open up the front and back door of his house. I can walk up to people and have them tap their phone to my hand and instantly transfer my contact information in my portfolio. Both keys are in his left hand. He's already plotting the next implant to control who knows what. You don't need a doctor. Nope. All you need is a skilled tattoo artist to make that happen. And finally, if you were in school in the late 50s and 60s, you remember the paddle, otherwise known as corporal punishment. You remember you caused trouble and they were going to make sure you paid a price. Now, I always loved it when the teacher would have it hanging on the wall, had holes drilled in it to make sure it would hurt more. Well, it's making a comeback. Just wanted to share that. There's a school district in Missouri in Cassville. That's about an hour west of Branson. And it was during the open house, families were notified that the school board had adopted a policy in June allowing the use of physical force as a method of correcting student behavior. Parents were handed forms to specify whether they authorized the school to use a paddle on their child. No word how many parents signed off on that, but it was the parents who brought it up in the first place, saying, why are you sending this bad kid home? Why don't you just paddle him there? Done. Students will receive one to three swings of the paddle. Yeah, I wonder if it'll make a comeback nationwide. Well, we certainly know it won't happen in the woke zones. All right, let's get this pizza cooking. And for that, we turn to America's wealth coach and best-selling author, Coach Pete Deruta. Now, in this clip from Financial Safari, Coach Pete, along with producer Thomas Lipscomb, are talking about the news business and how we could all use a little good news about now. And they find it in planning for retirement with lifetime income. And they talk about how to make that happen. I mean, the financial world confusing the whole world these these days. Folks, if you're not confused about the world, then uh, I congratulate you. Because, <laughs> Thomas, one of the things that I try to do, and, and, it's, and it's really good for my sanity, and I'm sure a lot of people listening know what I'm talking about, but I don't turn the news on anymore. Mm. It really, it, it's... What is it? You know, and we talked about, we've joked about this for 16 years on the radio, but when I used to be around the newscasters, they'd always say, if it bleeds, it leads. Sure. And so bad news, in other words, what does that mean? Well, bad news sells and the good news gets swept under the carpet. And we've got to talk about some good news these days. Let's talk about aiming for retirement and actually getting the bullseye and getting where you thought you were going. And, and so, gosh, it's one thing for someone to sell you a, a really good gun with a great scope on it. But if if the scope isn't zeroed in, you might hit somebody else's target. We want to hit our own target. We want to hit right in the middle. And that's that's very important these days about planning for retirement, having that retirement pipeline. We're going to talk about that today. How to have that lifelong income that has uh, the growth, the protection, and the lifetime income that we need. And, and a true income plan doesn't depend on politics. Thomas, mm -hmm. politics is important, as oh, you know. Yes. It doesn't oh, yes. depend on It doesn't depend on the stock market. And if done right, now no one's going to be able to eliminate all taxes, but tax planning is vitally important when we approach retirement. What money should we take out first? What money should we let continue to grow? Are there ways for us to get a tax-free income? Now, tax-free sounds good at any time, Thomas, but if we have a tax rate increase or two or three going forward, 
How valuable is it going to be to have a tax-free income then? Of course. I mean, it would be very valuable. And I think that's why a lot of folks love to text PLAN to 21000, PLAN to 21000, just so that they can discuss things like with this with you and your team. You know, you mentioned something earlier, uh, a target. What target are we shooting for? I wonder how many folks out there, and I, this is more of a question to you as you help people prepare for retirement. How many folks even realize that there's a target or, or are they just kind of sitting there with, with you know, the monies they've accrued and, and, are, and are just hoping it'll work out? Coach Pete's talking about target date funds. No, he's not. <laughs> not quite. Not quite. <laughs> I'm not a big believer in target date funds. What I am a believer is, and and Thomas, you know, uh, have you ever played, I, I think you've played some basketball before. Oh, yeah, enough. Before. Not too much, but enough, yeah. <laughs> where, no matter where you're aiming, the, the target looks gigantic. I mean, it, it doesn't matter. There's no pressure. It seems like there's no pressure. And, you know, when you watch these, well, we used to watch basketball games on TV, <laughs> the, the and the guys would go to the, the free throw line and they'd have to make a couple of shots to send the game to overtime. And the pressure's on then because they're down by two. They need to make both of these shots to send their team to overtime so they have, might have a chance to win. And I guarantee you that target, the basket, looks very, very small. Your mm. hands are sweaty. The crowd's going wild. Whereas when there's no pressure at all, the basket looks like an ocean. And you're throwing a ball in the ocean. How easy is that to do? That's easy, right? Oh, sure. So that's what yeah. we want. Retirement planning can be that easy if we take the right steps. And again, we need to understand what, what true growth means to us. And Thomas, what good is it to grow if we give the money back or some of the money back the next year or all the money back or mm. even more than all the money back? That's not true growth because you haven't locked it in. So we need an advance and protect strategy built into our retirement plan. Advance and protect really does make sense. We're going to hear from Coach Pete a bit later as well. Financial Safari heard around the country each week. It originates on 106.1 FM Talk in Raleigh, North Carolina. If you'd like to reach Coach Pete and the team at Capital Financial, give them a call, 800-662-6808. You can also text PIZZA to 600-700. Visit PeteOnDemand.com for more information, brochures, videos, even books. You can visit CapitalFinancialAdvisoryGroup.com to learn more about how they can help you. Pizza! Now let's join Kevin Frisbee in Maine and his version of Financial Safari. In this clip, he and I are talking about maintaining lifestyle in retirement and just how important that is and how we can make it happen. We're talking about maintaining lifestyle. As I said, maintaining our lifestyle in retirement is delicate, but it's the most important thing in my view. Make, making sure that you don't have to um, as some people say, I don't want to end up eating, eating cat food, Kev. I said, don't worry, I'm going to make sure of that. <laughs> uh, I'm a good cook too, so you're not going to eat cat food, don't worry. But no, in all seriousness, maintaining a lifestyle, not having to cut back is my goal for my clients. If I, if I can put people in a position saying, if you don't have to change anything, you don't have to you know, uh, uh, sell a vehicle, you don't have to you know, change your buying habits, you, you want to go out to eat on a regular basis like you normally do, you want to spend money on the grandkids like you always want, always wanted to do and still want to do, you should be able to do that. So how do we do that is the, the goal and, and the question a lot of people have. Kev, do I have enough saved and how do I put that balance in place? And I think one of the other questions is, uh, and, and I know that you get this one, is what do I do with my mortgage? Should I pay it off? Should I keep it? What makes the most sense? Well, here, especially in today's low interest environment, uh, people are finding themselves refinancing more more later in their life. So I'm not opposed to people having a mortgage, obviously, Steve, if, if they retired. My goal ultimately is get eliminate all the, all the bills and all the debt, obviously. But now with mortgage rates being so low, it's a, it tears me up inside because, uh, you know, people can get 2.5, 2.6% mortgage rate in, in today's market. You know, do you pay it off or put that money to work? And there's an argument on both sides of that. There's a peace of mind 
part of me that says, no, let's get it, get it paid off and let's not have to worry about it. There's the financial side to me says, wait a minute, Kev, you're making good, you know, seven, eight, nine percent in a conservative managed account. Why would you tell somebody to pay off a mortgage? So I guess it's a personal choice. We're going to kick that idea around, Steve, but it but it ends up being a personal choice. I mean, there was a day when, you know, you would burn the mortgage. That was always a, you know, a monumental event. And, and today, with today's interest rates, like you said, it might not be as monumental as we thought. It might not be. So again, that's one thing we want to talk about if, if it's not... Uh, if it's not a big deal to you, maybe you don't pay off the mortgage. And if okay. it's a big deal, maybe we look at something like this. So let's say somebody retires this time of year, September time frame. they got a few months left in the year. And they retire and say, hey, Kev, I want to pay off the mortgage. I got $60,000 left in the balance. All right. Just using a simple example, what I'm going to tell them is if we do uh, pay off the 60000 you don't want to do that probably in a lump sum from your retirement accounts because you're going to have taxes. If you've got money saved in a savings account, it might be a different story. But let's assume you only have retirement money, pre-tax money that you haven't paid taxes on yet. Okay. We might take 30000 this year and then wait until January 1st next year and take the other 30000 And that way, you've spread that tax burden over two years and minimized probably what your tax bracket's going to be. So that's just one thought when you're looking at payoff mortgages. Maybe we do it over a span of two, three, or four years. Sure. Keeping our lifestyle in retirement, so important. Love the thoughts on paying off a mortgage, too. Kevin on the Financial Safari can be heard on multiple radio stations throughout the state of Maine on Saturdays and Sundays. Kevin posts all the shows on his website, frisbeebenefits.com. That's F-R-I-S-B-I-E benefits.com. You can also find him on Apple Podcasts, iHeart, or wherever you get a podcast. If you'd like to reach Kevin here, give him a call, 800-662-6808. Pizza! From Maine to Southwest Florida, where we check in with Eric Carney. Now, in this clip, Eric shares a story about Roth conversions and why it's so important to make sure it's done correctly. The conversation starts with discussing property tax strategy in retirement. Our goal is really to try to get somebody down into a lower tax bracket on a regular basis. And so reducing your taxable income is always something that we're taking a look at. Um, Roth conversions. Um, I'm not a big fan of those because a lot of people do them incorrectly. They try to do them in one lump sum mm -hmm. and that's very expensive and it actually kind of negates the portfolio. It, it, it can detract from the overall attractiveness of having a tax deferred account because the thing is, is that people are like, I have a long time to make it back up to where it was. That's not the proper way to do a Roth conversion. It's actually over time. And by the way, there's a lot of times where we have a lot of uh, clients that have these employee stock programs. We're actually using the stock, like we just had a client uh, retire from Lockheed Martin who has a ton of stock uh, in Lockheed Martin. We're actually doing the Roth conversion. We're paying for that Roth conversion with the Lockheed Martin stock, converting it into a Roth. And then what are we purchasing back in the Roth? Lockheed Martin stock. So the thing is, is that basically what we're doing is, is we're doing a transfer of that into a tax-free vehicle and yet still holding the stock. So wow. the client's very happy, but it also makes sense for the portfolio. We're just changing the tax uh, dynamics of that portfolio. In tax planning, there are so many different things that you can do. That's what makes it exciting when a client comes in because what can we actually do for this client? You know, you got you to think about when everybody says, oh, they're going to take away Social Security. No, they're really not. But they're going to find a way to tax you in order to be able to keep funding that. And that's kind of where the SECURE Act came from. So a lot of times people worry about the overall economy. 
I say worry about your own personal economy. That's the only economy that you really need to care about. Exactly. So here we are at number four, and that is creating your retirement paycheck. And that becomes the challenge for a lot of folks. They don't think that they don't think that far ahead. No, and people want multiple streams of income. And we always say that, you know, the average millionaire has seven streams of income. So by building more streams of income, it's kind of like building more jobs. And if you get fired from two of those jobs, you still have five jobs. I and like so, the sound of that, Eric. <laughs> I yeah. And I mean, that that's kind of how we look at things, you know. And, and the bottom line is that if the stock market has a really bad month or a bad quarter or a, a bad six months or even a bad year, you still have other income streams to turn on and go to. And so you have a backup plan. Going into the, this election season, because we've done financial planning, because we've done a lot of investment strategies, um, we're not worried about it and neither are our clients. They know that no matter what happens with this election season, they're going to be okay. But there's still a lot of people out there who are really worried about this election season. But let me tell you something. It's not just this election. It's every single presidential election. Sure. People think, oh, no, no, this is the big one. This is the one that really matters. No, it doesn't. <laughs> they no all really matter. <laughs> it, they all really matter. Right. And the thing is, is that you've got a plan for every single one. But you know what? Again, the sun comes up tomorrow. Nothing really changes. The market goes on and you've got to be prepared for that. I really like to take on that one. You know, when I think about the number of presidents that have held office in my life, a grand total of none of them seems to have had a direct impact on my life. Something to keep in mind. And you can hear Eric's show, WealthWorks Radio, on News Radio 1580 WCCF in Punta Gorda, Florida. You can find it on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get yours. Eric is with Retirement Wealth in Cape Coral, Florida. Visit the website, ericcarneyadvisor.com. That's E-R-I-C-K-E-A-R-N-E-Y advisor.com. Hey, he's on TV, too. You can check your local listings on Saturdays and Sundays and see where he is. Call him here, 800-662-6808, or text pizza to 600-700. Now, pizza! Let's meet that broker behaving badly. The Financial Safari News Network presents Brokers Behaving Badly. A self-described masterbind is now serving 10 years in federal prison after pleading guilty in a $300 million Ponzi scheme. 68-year-old Scott Cohn was the ringleader of a nationwide Ponzi scheme that exploited military veterans in desperate financial straits and targeted elderly investors seeking a safe retirement investment. Cohn called the company Future Income Payments, and from 2011 through 2018, he and a host of co-conspirators solicited pensioners experiencing financial distress, most of whom were military veterans, by offering an upfront lump sum payment in exchange for an assignment of the rights to their monthly pensions and disability payments. Even though the assignment transactions were characterized as sales, they were, in fact, usurious loans with annual interest rates of as much as 240%. Cohn and his co-conspirators, working through a network of hundreds of financial advisors and insurance agents nationwide, then solicited thousands of seniors to purchase FIPS structured cash flows, which were the pensioners' monthly pension payments. 
They then induced those seniors to invest their retirement savings with FIP by making false assurances of a significant rate of return on their investment, concealing the usurious nature of FIP's transactions with the pensioners and lying about the financial health of the corporation. During the seven years the scheme operated, Cohn drew upon FIP funds to live a lavish lifestyle. When the Ponzi scheme ultimately collapsed, Cohn and his co-conspirators had caused more than $310 million in losses to more than 2,500 retirees and had placed more than 13,000 veterans into exploitive loans. U.S. Attorney Adair F. Burroughs for the District of South Carolina said, Cohen and his co-conspirators reached across the country to steal from veterans and seniors who desperately needed their money. In addition to prison, Cohn was ordered to forfeit $297 million and be placed on supervised probation when he gets out of prison. Make sure you're dealing with a true fiduciary advisor and search BrokerCheck.com to find out if there's a backstory. Ten years, not enough time behind bars. What do you think? Let's head to the nation's midsection in Fremont, Nebraska. That's where we find Dave Pimper and his show, Retirement Boss Radio. Now, in this clip, Dave recounts a little Social Security history. Social Security was started back in 1935, first check in 1940. You know, you got that check at age 65. So that people started putting, I, I, before that, I don't think there was really just a, what age, you know, what age uh, should I retire? Or what age am I going to retire? But 65 is when a ton of people retired. And, and what happens now, Social Security has been 62 and 70, um, Medicare and Medicare sub-advantage, et cetera, that, that all comes at age 65. So it's all around that age. But one of the things, in, in, and I do have an expertise helping people when to claim their Social Security, but just, just know that in a very uh, kind of broad 3,000 foot looking down you can claim any time an individual benefit from the age of 62 all the way up to 70. And full retirement age is when you get your full benefit. So some people, it will be 66. It could be somewhere between 66 and 67. Can't be later than 67. So 66 to 67 is when you get your full benefit. If you take earlier than that, the, the benefit is reduced for the rest of your life. If you wait longer to take it, you don't get it now. But it's increased in, in from full retirement age each year up to the age of 70, so 66 to 70 or 67 to 70, you're guaranteed to grow 8%. Remember, cost of living is on top of that. Like this year, it's 1.6%. So you're guaranteed to grow 9.6% if you wait one year longer. If you get a $2,000 benefit, that means, you know, it's, 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 it's growing almost $200 if you wait one year, $400 if you wait two years. Could that be worthwhile? It may or may not be. When people come on in, uh, we do an analysis, we do a report, but I tell you, maximizing your social security, unbelievably, only 4% of Americans do. Wow. Maybe you should be one of those to, to maximize that benefit. It's amazing to me that only 4% of Americans maximize their Social Security. The conversation continues with Dave talking about health care, specifically if you retire early before Medicare kicks in. I tell you what, if you're under the age of 65 and uh, you're thinking about retiring, uh, you better figure out uh, of how much you're going to pay for health care. I mean, we're independent. My wife and I, we were unable to go on uh uh, with Obamacare. So what happens is we had to go out and find individual policies. We didn't have enough for a group. And I mean, we were paying pretty wild. So my wife and myself, right before we, we turned 65 of going on Medicare, 
I mean, you know, we're paying uh, like $2,500 a month. Wow. $2,500 a month. And, and, and once we got on Medicare at 65, Medicare, and then we have a, a med sup plan, drug plan. But I mean, we're paying under $500 a month between the two of us. Well, what a huge savings. I mean, huge. we're saving two grand. Well, you know what? Healthcare costs, that's, it's, it's, it's very, very expensive. And, and you want to make sure that your company, um, if you retire early, there are some companies that will um, 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 give you that uh, a, a benefit up to the age of 65 when you when you when that's the date that you have to go in and start take Medicare A and B, and then if you take a supplement or um, some type of supplement plan. But I'll tell you what, healthcare expenses can be very very expensive if you want to retire early. Yeah, no kidding. Healthcare costs. Uh, I don't think they're going down anytime soon. Call Dave at eight hundred six six two six eight zero eight or text Pizza to six hundred seven hundred. You can find Dave's show, Retirement Boss Radio, on the Big Talker in Omaha News Radio eleven ten Sundays at noon. You can also find him on the iHeart Radio app. Visit his website, LazarusInvestments.com. Pizza! We've got one more clip, and this financial pizza will be ready to go. And for that, we turn once again to Coach Pete Deruta and Thomas Lipscomb on Financial Safari. Now, in this clip, Coach has some car buying tips for us, especially if you are at or near retirement. Number one, when we say the word car, there's two different kind of people. When I say car, some people look at it as, hey, it's something to get us from point A to point B, and I don't really care what it looks like. Yeah. And then other people fall into the emotional connection to the car category, mm. where they have strong feelings about the car. They even name their cars sometimes, Thomas. <laughs> I had a friend in high school that had, he called his car Sally. So Sally was coming to pick me up a lot. Oh, so that's fun. It's pretty funny. <laughs> at least it wasn't Christine. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we don't like, oh, see, there's there's a name. Good one, Thomas. That's good a good one. one, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So you, you got to, before you buy a car, though, we, need, we have nine things. And of course, we might not be able to cover all of them now, but we can share this list with anybody if they want. We're putting a guide series of together, together on this, too, because cars are a big part of our lives. They are. But number one is you need to decide your car's budget. Oh. And the budget depends on the number of people in your family you have to take from point A to point B, the resale value, the safety features, the fuel economy, and then those kind of things. So, so how much money do you have for the car? And then how many people are going to be using it? Because if it's more than one, then you can probably spend more for the car. Oh, you sure. Know what I'm yeah. And if you need a okay. bigger car, that kind of thing. Number two, decide if you want to buy a new or a secondhand car, either a new or used car. And again, the advantages of a new, we've heard the, the saying that the minute you turn, if you buy a brand new car, the minute you turn the key and drive it off the lot, you lose 20 or 30%. Sure. They call that depreciation. Yeah. But then you're also not buying someone else's problems. Yeah. So the yeah. advantages of a new car is you're getting the latest technology, the latest features, and supposedly no issues as it's brand new. Now, we've heard of people buying a brand new car and having issues too, though. Of course. <laughs> <At that point. laughs> so... And, you know, the disadvantages of a new car is it's costlier. Again, it's higher depreciation, and you might have a bigger loan value. You know, you have to borrow more to get that. But the advantages of a secondhand car, again, it's cheaper and uh, low depreciation because somebody's already taken the hit, we call that. But then you have repair bills that might be bigger, and uh, I always I always recommend buying the extended warranty from the auto dealer if you're going to buy a used car. Mm. And make sure it's like if it's a name brand dealer, so you're buying the name brand like uh, just an example, Toyota. So if you're buying for the Toyota dealership and you're buying a Toyota, then you can buy extended warranty for them because the power of Toyota is behind you, not Jim's car lot. Sure. It out. If you buy it from Jim's car lot and Jim's out of business, how good is that extended warranty? You, you know, I wish we had this conversation, uh, you know, a couple of years ago, a few years ago, because that exact situation happened to me. Uh, <laughs> I went to a used car lot. I thought I had a great car. Get this. Yep. I actually took it to a mechanic and had him look at it and um, ended up purchasing the car. And, um, 
within a month, I ended up having to change my timing belt, which I specifically asked them about, yep, uh, among other things. I, I'm not going to get into it because I'm going to get angry. But yes, yes, all about that. All about that. <laughs> Thomas going to go macro. <laughs> you know, so again, and and I, there may be a James Carlot. I'm not. I'm not talking about. Jim, I don't know any James Carlot. Sure, yeah, yeah. Fictional yeah. things. I don't yeah. want to make a guy named Jim mad. If <laughs> but Sorry, I Jim. would rather buy the extended warranty from the a reputable, you know, name brand that we all know about. So it's it's just a lot a lot of decisions, just like everything in life. But making sure you research and get the right team on your side and getting uh, getting the right information, and that way you make a logical decision. And that's what we try to do with everything we do in our in the financial arena for everyone listening. It really is all about the information and education. And Coach Pete and the team at Capital Financial are a great source for both. Financial Safari, heard around the country every week. It originates on 106.1 FM Talk in Raleigh. If you'd like to hear it as a podcast, just download it wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Apple, iHeart, you know the drill. So that makes our pizza complete. Clips and more from some of the very best financial radio programs heard around the country each and every week. Brought to you hot, fresh, and in 30 minutes or less. And remember, you can reach any of the advisors featured here by calling 800-662-6808 or text PIZZA to 600-700. Reach me by email, steve at financialpizza.com. Hey, thanks for listening, everybody. And don't forget, subscribe, rate, and share this podcast. We'd really appreciate it. And we've also got links to all the advisors in the show notes listed with this podcast. I'm Steve Siddall. We'll see you next time on Financial Pizza. Pizza. Coach P Radio. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken. Money management is provided by Equus Capital Management. Equus is an SEC-registered investment advisor located in San Rafael, California. Investment advice by Capital Financial Advisory Group, LLC, a North Carolina-registered investment advisor. Insurance advice given by Capital Financial and Insurance, a North Carolina-licensed insurance agency.